You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Hey everybody, this is the S Machine. Did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? Th- oh, I was about to say, did you enjoy your Thanksgiving? Maybe I should just keep the Thanksgiving theme, record this, and then put this out later on. <laughs> no, what I was going to say, what I wanted to ask you was, if, I hope you guys had a happy Halloween. I don't really celebrate Halloween. Halloween was ruined for me as a kid, so I don't really celebrate. I mean, I, I get a kick out of all, you know, watching the kids have a good time and all that kind of stuff. If the kids are over there, meaning not near me, you know, it's annoying to have people come to your door and ring the doorbell begging you for candy. Because if I buy candy, that candy's for me, Jack, you know, because, you know, because when I buy bags of candy, I buy the bags of the candy that I like. And it takes me a long time to eat it because I'm not really a big candy guy. But I think that people Halloween is one of those holidays where you should have to opt in. To Halloween instead of opting out of Halloween by going to the door and disappointing 40 kids at a time as they come up to your porch in these corny, ridiculous outfits. Because when I was a kid, I remember the outfits. See, outfits now, you got to spend some money on the outfits now. You know, you know, it's actually a Batman outfit with the, with the cowl. and the, I mean, the Batman outfit is not only the mask, but it's the whole outfit. When I was a kid, Batman outfit was just a plastic thing, a plastic mask, which was corny as crap with this weak rubber band around it that you put on your face and literally a, a, would look like a big bib that went from your neck down to right around your waist area, which was the top half of the Batman outfit and you, it was, was the, the lamest outfits in the history of the world. You felt like a complete moron walking out. It was, it was, I would, it was, it was the, the kiddie equivalent of walking around in one of those robes you get in the hospital. In fact, if I, if, in fact, I would have rather have one of the robes from the hospital because at least it would have been some material cover going down and looking like something because those, like I said, those outfits sucked. And the bad part about them, the, the Halloween had ruined it for me when I was I was a young kid, obviously, and we we started our trick or treating in my grandmother's neighborhood. And good God, I got what a lot of what I refer to then, and I even even sixteen thousand years later as a grown man, I still remember looking at it and saying. This is old people candy because it was old people candy. You know, any candy that has more than five or six letters in the name sucks. If you're a kid, Kit Kat, six, you know, this bar, this, that Mars, this, you know, it should have a really cool name. It's the kind of name where, you know, you, this is some good candy and yeah, but they had candy with French names and, it was the wrong candy should never be black or white candy should have wacky colors any candy that's all black all white all of anything sucks especially black or white any candy that's black or white get that crap out of here and we would literally we're walking to these old people's houses would you like some candy that you couldn't possibly like under any circumstances and the only reason i'm still eating it is because i got this candy back in the 40s (laughs) and uh, you're really pretty much just saving me a trip to the trash can nasty disgusting black licorice and these little white eggs and you're going well maybe there's some kind of good stuff inside the eggs nope nope it's disgusting on the inside too and it, and they were generous with it i'm telling you like i said i think we would just save them a trip to the dumpster because they were just way too generous here take some of this too now i gotta go no 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 stay right there i've got a shovel right here no 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 that's okay mr johnson and then you run off the porch look in your bag and you're going oh what is this crap Lame, disgusting candy. It even smelled wrong. It smelled like sorrow with the candy smell. The candy smelled like sorrow and and, and, and misery, damn it. You, so we're walking down the street with these lame candy and we're going, well, maybe the next neighborhood is going to be good because maybe some people in that neighborhood that, not, that are not 9,000 years old. And we didn't disrespect the old people. We loved them during the every day except Halloween. But on Halloween, you knew that candy was going to be horrible. So we're going, okay, let's go. And then these big boys came along. Hey, guys, what do you got there? <laughs> you know, trying to strike up a conversation. You know, kids that are older than other kids don't want to talk to younger kids. But when you're a young kid, you're too dumb to realize they're setting you up. So, hey, what you got there? And we're like, hey, look what we got. And they grabbed our bags and ran. 
which at the moment was very disheartening. Like, oh, they stole our candy. Oh, we watched them run down the street with their almost adult bodies because they were in their teens and we weren't. And they were like, oh, oh. And then we realized they took that lame ass candy with them. <laughs> Good. Because if we took that candy home, there was a good chance. Because parents always, when you come home with the candy, they dig their hands in and go, you get six pieces. And then what will happen is because of the amount of candy from the old people's houses, the candy that sucked, there was a good chance that of the six pieces, at least four were going to be that crap candy. And you know your parents are going to suck down some of the good candy, so you'd be stuck with this big bucket of crap. But these losers who thought they were getting away, but so I can just imagine those those two idiots running back to their house. <laughs> we stole some candy from these kids. Oh, look at look how heavy this bag is. <laughs> this is the greatest. Oh God, what is this? Oh God, we robbed them after they went to the old people's houses. Damn it! We got to realize if we're gonna rob kids, don't rob kids when you're in the old people's neighborhood. Cause look at this. We look at this. This this licorice has a picture of Jimmy Durante on it. What the hell is this crap? This sucks. Those kids are probably laughing at us right now, and they're right. We were laughing at their dumb behinds. <laughs> Good. Enjoy your 75-year-old licorice, you piece of crap. But as an adult, I understand the the the, 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 the happiness of the holiday. I mean, I mean, it's a weak-ass holiday, if you really think about it. Christmas, everybody's nice to each other on Christmas. Christmas is a whole season, man. It's a whole, soon, you know, as soon as Thanksgiving's over, man, or you're approaching Thanksgiving, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little nicer. They let you in. They, they let you cut in the traffic. Everybody's nice. You're thinking about the stuff you're going to give the people. You're thinking about the things you're going to get. You're thinking about seeing relatives that are that are not as annoying as you remember because you're only going to be around them for a couple of days if you're around them for more than three days you're going to want to stab them but you're only going to be around them for 2.7 days so you're going to love them and think they're the greatest thing in the world that's what christmas is like it's the best Ooh, thanksgiving you get it's the same thing as christmas it's a little different because once again it's just a day but it's a day where you somebody else is cooking and everybody's all oh, this happiness and oh, oh, what are you thankful for no what are you thankful and what about you and oh christmas is coming Ooh, because in fact christmas is happiness actually helps out thanksgiving's happiness because thanksgiving in your mind you're going up oh, a little bit more than a month and it's christmas oh we gotta get the woods it's gonna be great haha <laughs> and thanksgiving has nothing thanksgiving sucks I mean, i'm not thanksgiving see I'm, I'm mixing up thanksgiving and halloween again like i did in the beginning of this segment let me just say this what i meant is halloween blows i mean halloween <laughs> It's too far away from Thanksgiving and Christmas. Even though it's it's right at the end of the month of October, it's still too far away. You know, they, should, they, they either need to move it further back or closer. Or in my case, eliminate that crap. Because essentially all you, I mean, what is, what is Halloween? People coming to your house, ringing your doorbell to take your stuff away. And if you're sitting there in your house giving out candy, you're not giving candy back. And if you're giving, and if you're getting candy back, why the hell are you giving out candy? Why don't you just keep the candy you bought? Cause you're gonna buy the stuff you like in the first place. I hate. The, I used to hate when my doorbell rang again and again and again and again. Even when I did give out candy, after a while, I was like, look, I have no candy. And then you put a sign in the door, and the kid rings the doorbell anyway. You know why? Cause they can't read yet, and that parent is sitting in the car and with the damn heat on while that little punk ass kid comes up the steps. And you have the candy? I don't have any candy. I'm sorry, we were out of candy. They don't have any candy. I'm sorry. Okay, I guess we came too late. <laughs> and then they drive away and annoy the next group of people. You can't even put a sign in the door because a kid can't read yet. All they see is the no candy. They don't. They see the word candy. Don't even see the word no. They completely ignore the word no and see candy. You know, so that kind of blows to have them coming up there and they're going different neighborhoods. Why would you get if you got to go trick or treating far enough away where you got to get in the car? You need to just calm down. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing a sales call. You don't have vending machines all over the place. You're begging strangers for candy. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, come on, man. I see these elaborate costumes that they give to these kids. You're spending $40 on a costume for a kid or spending 10 hours putting a costume together. Guess what, parent? It's not about the kid anymore. It's about you showing off your arts and craft skills. You're not fooling anybody. Look at my kid. He looks like Superman. and I, I made it myself. Me, 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 me. What about the kid? Forget the kid. Me, 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 me. Come on, punk. We know what you're doing, you punk parents. 
with their $50 costumes just for some kid and they're going to wear it one time. Get the hell out of here. You wouldn't buy, you would, okay, well, if you're going to just buy stuff that they're only going to use once, you wouldn't, you would never let that apply to any other clothes, would you? No, you wouldn't do that, you bastards. Well, all I'm saying is cut that crap out with the $80 costumes and the $100 costumes for your, your kid that they're only going to use one time, damn it. Make your, let's make every, make every kid a ghost with a sheet that they peed on all the time. They, I mean, I don't want the sheet to be soaked with pee when they're using it as a costume. That's disgusting. I'm saying get an old sheet. Okay, don't get an old sheet and come into my neighborhood because it's half black. If you come into my neighborhood and some sheets um it, it, it would not it would not be good it, it would really it would not really be good for you that, that would not be good at all some of the old people might just start shooting at you i'm just saying they'll have flashbacks you don't want to do that but what i'm saying is if you're driving like i said if you're driving to give to give get candy for your kid you should drive your ass to the damn supermarket and buy them the candy that they want these kids are following a tradition forced on them by you damn it you damn it you 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 that kid would just be just as happy if you got them a toy and got them a bucket of candy and let them sit at home playing that playstation that you bought them when they were too young for it you bastards so cut that crap out and then you got the people that actually do the Halloween crap in their own neighborhood. Maybe you have a big block. Like, my block is kind of closed off, so it's, you know, there's a bunch of houses together, and then everybody knows each other. Everybody's been in each other's houses. So, what I'm saying is, if you do it like that, when all the kids in the neighborhood go from house to house to house to house in each other's house, and you give candy, that way you know there's no murderers and idiots and losers giving your kid candy, even that's dumb. Why? Because you all live in the same type of house, in the same type of neighborhood, paying the same property taxes. A lot of you people probably work in the same place, making the same money. So basically, you're just, hey, you know what, I'm going to buy some candy you're going to pretty much go to the same supermarket because we live in the same area and buy exactly the same candy that I just bought. And then we're going to actually exchange the same candy that we just bought it ourselves. So everybody's basically going to have exactly the same type of candy and the same amount of candy. It's just going to be slightly different because I had a, a Mars bar. You had a Mars bar and I gave your kid a Mars bar and you gave my kid a Mars bar. <laughs> I just spent $40 on an outfit so I could actually just take uh, do a candy bar exchange. Does anyone else see how stupid this is? This is not making any sense to me. When is Thanksgiving, damn it? A holiday that makes sense. <laughs> Hell, you know. And also, train your kids not to be picky when they get the damn candy. When I got the old people candy back in the day, I smiled and made the old people feel happy when they gave me the candy. Even though when I got to the bottom of the steps, I didn't curse at that time, but whatever the equivalent of a kid cursing, I did that. Old oh, man. Man, you nasty candy, man. I did that, which would have been the equivalent of me going, you cheap bastard. Give me some 1930s candy. Go to the store and buy some candy. Either give out good candy or don't give any candy at all. Yeah, I said it. But that being said, I do hope that you all had a wonderful Halloween. I had a great Halloween myself, mainly because all of the kids in the neighborhood know that Mr. S doesn't give out candy. <laughs> Not because I'm a mean guy. All the kids love me. I, I can tell that because on Mischief Night, my car was the only one that wasn't jacked up. But what I'm saying... Oh, by the way, if this, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that uh, I'm in New Jersey right now. Mischief Night is a very, very specific holiday in like the New Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware, maybe even New York area. On Mischief Night, kids basically go around doing stupid crap to people, throwing eggs on the car and doing all that kind of crap. I don't understand what the what the what the concept of mischief night is. I don't understand why that's a thing, and I don't understand why people still do that. You know, they could easily call it. I'm going to do something, and that disgruntled homeowner is going to fire out of his window with a weapon night because that's that's what could happen. You dumb bastards! Somebody spends a lot of money on a car, and you put eggs on it. You you don't deserve to get shot, but a foot in the ass from your parent. Okay, I don't believe in corporal punishment, but you do believe. But I do believe something bad should happen to you. Damn it. That being said, I'm going to say that I hope you all had a wonderful Halloween. I had a wonderful Halloween. I bought some candy and didn't give it to anybody. <laughs> I actually sat in my house and watched the little kids walk from house to house getting candy from other people and then going, Hi, Mr. S. And I'm going, Hey, kids, how's it going? 
Are you eating candy right now? Candy? <laughs> you know I don't eat candy. I'm trying to lose the rest of this weight and get back in shape. The last thing I want to do is ruin it by eating candy. You was that chocolate on your mouth. That's not, that's a special uh, double health bar that I'm eating. It's real nasty. Can I have some? No, no, you wouldn't want to do that because it's got granola and, 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 and rocks in it. Rocks because it's healthier. Oh, I don't want none of that. I know, yeah. <laughs> that looks like a Kit Kat. No, 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 no. You know how sometimes you go to the store. I mean, even you with little kids know that sometimes they'll take healthy stuff that's nasty to kids and it's really, really disgusting but looks exactly like a delicious candy bar and they make it look healthy then you eat it and you're all yuck. I mean, see how my face is messed up? Oh, this is awful. Can I see it? No, no, no. You don't want to do that because I, you know, <laughs> I got to go now. Click, click. Go back in the house. <laughs> Almost got caught eating candy by the little bastards outside. But other than that, my friends, like I said, I hope you had a wonderful Halloween. I had a wonderful Halloween. Yeah. I had one candy bar. And I ate it at the front door watching kids get candy from the other people in the, in the neighborhood. It was great. It was fantastic. You think I should give out candy next Halloween? Do you really think I should do that? Because I, I, I don't have any problem giving candy to the children i just don't like answering the door 45 times i'm not a big fan of that bing 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 bing, bing. can you have some stuff hey, hey. i don't like answering the, i don't like answering the door when it's something i want so you know i don't like answering the door when i gotta drive to the store and get a big bucket of candy and then hand it to kids i don't like it i love kids and i love candy but i don't love giving candy to kids yeah that's right i said it but other than that happy halloween I hope you had a happy one. I really do. Segment over. Let me ask you a question. Don't you hate when the a-hole, you know, the a-hole aspect of humanity comes out in the person and you're the one that's directed toward? You know what I mean? It's like where somebody does something really a-hole-ish to you and you didn't do anything to deserve their a-hole-ishness, but somehow you just happen to be there when the a-hole bubble above the surface. Like you're in a parking lot and you're sitting in the car. Maybe you're waiting for someone or you're, or you're just coming back. You're just getting there. And someone, see, someone pulls up into a spot next to you. No big deal. But there's tons of other spots they could go to. And then they pull into a spot so close to you, you know, whether you're in the car or not, that it's, it's obvious that you can't get in and out of the car on the driver's side because there's just no space. Why would you do that? There genuinely, genuinely is really no reason to ever do that. I've actually pulled in the parking spaces, seen that I was too close to the other to the other person's driver's side door and went, oh, can't leave my car like this, backed out of the space and lined my car up so the person on the right could get out of their driver, that person could get in the driver's side door and also so the person on to the left of me on my side of the car could get into their passenger side because I know I'm probably not going to see these people. There's a good chance when I come out of the mall or come out of the movie theater or come back from wherever I am, there'll be two new cars there. But why would I want to be an a-hole to this person who's done nothing to me? This person doesn't know me at all. <laughs> and I'm going to just move up. I don't give a crap. It's going to take me an extra 17 seconds to, to arrange my car so I'm not obstructing this other human being who's done nothing to me from getting into their car and being able to go on with their evening. I don't, come on, 17 seconds. You know, I know I'm probably going to live about 90 years, but what, I don't know, those 17 seconds could be something important in the future. Those 17 seconds could be something 50 years from now where someone goes, you know what, if you had gotten here 17 seconds earlier, you would have won this billion dollars and your whole family would have been set up for life. That, but mm -mm -mm -mm. Did something happen at some point in your life uh, during the past 50 years or so, maybe 50 years ago, where you... Basically, you know, use those 17 seconds for something dumb. You know what? You're right. About 50 years ago, when I was a young man, I pulled into this parking spot and I saw that my car was actually blocking and obstructing the door of a person that I don't even know. It would make it almost impossible for them to get in their car. They would have to really inconvenience and stuff. They might have had to crawl in the passenger side and jumped over the hump of their car just to get their car out of the way. But I chose like a sucker to move my car in a way that didn't inconvenience them. You really did that? Yes, I did. You dumb bastard. Don't you realize? Look at look around. All of this could have been yours. But 50 years ago, that 17 seconds back then may not have seemed like a lot, like a lot to you. 
But look, old man, look at what you could be giving to your grandchildren. And it's all because 50 years ago, you dumb bastard, you decided to line your car up in a way to make it convenient for another human being to get into their space. What a loser you are. I know. I got bad news for you. We're going to have to kill you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I just ne never understood why we do these things. Why do we do these things? You know, why do we not hold the elevated door when you see a person running? Why don't you just hold the door? Where are you going? Are you really, I mean, if you're, if you're in an elevator, you're not in a hurry to go anywhere. You know why? Because you knew the building had an elevator. If you had an appointment on the 18th floor, you know you weren't going to run up 18 flights of stairs. You should have left earlier. You think the extra minute and a half is going to kill you? The extra 15 seconds? The extra 30 seconds? No. Be a human being. I was driving down the road with uh, taking my uncle from one place to another because I was uh, 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 doing something with him. I forgot what uh, I forgot where I, which direction I was going in, but I was coming back from some place with him, and there was a car behind me tailgating me and banging on the horn, and then it whipped around me and got one car in front of me, and that was it. Now, if this car had went around me and around all the other cars and shot through traffic and kept going, I would have thought, "Oh, this guy, you know, maybe he's got, maybe he's got a pregnant lady in the car. Maybe he's got, he's rushing somebody to somebody in the, maybe rushing somebody to the hospital. Maybe there's someone, there's something tragic happening at his home. Maybe his house is on fire. Maybe something big like that was happening. No, he just wanted to get in front of my car. So he's endangering my life by driving six inches off the back of my car at fifty miles an hour." zips around me and cuts in front of me and all he did was get one car length risks risks everyone's life to get one car length and then as it turns out when the when the traffic widened out to more lanes i got into another lane and i because of the way he the, the cars were lined up i wound up 50 cars ahead of him anyway why would you do why would you do that? Why would you be an a-hole in that moment to move yourself up one car length? What is wrong with people? And I'm not saying I don't have a-hole moments. I'm not saying that. Everyone else says that because there's not one you can't find one a-hole moment in my life. I've never had an a-hole moment. I am a whole moment free. Yeah. I've never made a mistake either. Never made a mistake in my life. Everything that I've done has been perfect and wonderful. Yeah. I don't even understand the concept of making a mistake or doing something imperfect. I understand the concept of lying to you right now. I understand that. <laughs> But can you think of an a-hole moment that you've actually had where you, you afterwards you went, oh, why did I do that? Oh, you know, maybe you said something to somebody. Oh, yeah. Well, if your mother wasn't such a bitch, oh, ooh, that was not necessary. I just dropped a nuclear bomb on a fly. Why did I do that? All right. I can think of an a-hole moment that I had. It wasn't it wasn't like it was an intentional a-hole moment. But it was but it was like I was mad at somebody else. And there was a young child in my family that, you know, one of the kids, all the kids love me. So she hadn't seen me in a couple of weeks and she runs up to me. And uh, hey, hey, and I just went, yeah, yeah. And I patted her on the top of the head and kept fighting with the person I was fighting with. And I saw her face crack. And I went, oh, my goodness. Oh. Now, this all happened within two or three seconds, but I felt horrible. So I jumped, I, you know, I, I immediately stopped the fight and I went down and hugged her, gave her a kiss and played with her and everything. And then she went back to being her normal, happy self. But it's really weird when you see, because that was one of the few times when you do something assholish, even though you didn't mean to do it, where you can immediately see the result. And I was able to clean it up you know, by just giving her a hug and, 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 and giving her a big kiss on the on the forehead and hugging her and spinning her around like I normally do whenever I saw her. But Sometimes we don't even see the assholishness, you know, when we do an assholish thing, you know, like the person that parked 
so close to the passion that he's never going to see that person. But you know, but you know what you did. <laughs> you know, you know what you did was lame. Why'd you do it? You know, was it because somebody did something bad to you early in the day? Was that what it was? Did your wife yell at you? Did your child mess up something? If they did, why are you taking that and dragging that someplace else and giving it to somebody else? I don't want that shit. You know, when somebody does, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm adjusting myself in a chair. When somebody does something assholish, keep that shit to yourself, man. It's like somebody giving you a big, big, uh, like, it's like somebody giving you a big carton of fucking rotten milk and you're just kind of carrying it around. Goddamn rotten milk. I don't want this shit. Fucking rotten milk. Hey, there's somebody who just parked appropriately. <laughs> I'm a park so close they can't get out of their car. And then they hand you the rotten milk. Now they feel better because they fucked over somebody else and they got screwed over. And now you're sitting there with the carton of rotten milk. Damn it, who left this damn rotten milk? That got rotten milk. We drive down the road. There's a guy right there that's driving at the speed limit and he's driving safely trying to ensure that he doesn't injure himself or kill anyone else by driving rationally. But I don't like that because right now this guy that parked too close to my car had to climb on the damn passenger side of my car and climb over and, and, and took me 20 minutes to back out because he was so damn close and all this kind of, I almost got sideswiped by cars in the parking in the parking lot trying to get past me because they couldn't see me because of the angle of this guy's truck and he blocked me all this I'm gonna cut this guy off because I'm just I'm upset with him irrationally and now you're sitting in the car you got cut off irrationally and he's upset yeah that's what you get yeah and he vents his anger towards you and he feels a little better because now the carton of milk ain't with him. Now you have the rotten milk in your lap. What is that, that guy cut me off, that bastard? You, what is this? This rotten milk in my passenger seat. Damn it. You left me with this rotten milk, you bastard. Ooh, you, ooh, you, ooh, you rotten bastard. You go in the supermarket and you're mad. I can't believe you're sitting And you overhear a person. You know what? I hope I can find at least one DiGiorno pizza because I, mean, you know, I know one thing. I like DiGiorno pizza too. I was only going to buy two, but there's three here. I'm buying the third one. F you. Click. Oh, oh, you got the last one. Yeah, I got the last DiGiorno. You got any more DiGiorno pizza back there? Nope. No, they don't. Oh, okay. I don't even really like these things. I don't even know why I bought them. You don't like them? You don't buy them? I'll buy them from you. No, that's all right. So you don't even like them, but you're going to take them anyway? Yeah. What's this in my cart? Oh shit, rotten milk You bastard I want to just run on Not rotten milk, you bastard <laughs> Now I said all that to say That's essentially what happens is if Somebody does something horrible And that horrible gallon of rotten milk Is passed one person to the next 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 person And it all stemmed from one asshole Deciding to do something horrible Look, if something happens to you and somebody hands you the rotten milk, don't pass that off to somebody else. Pop the cap off. Stand by, stand out and dump that crap out. Throw the container away. Don't spread the rotten milk to others. Right? Don't do that. You bastards. <laughs> In all, in all seriousness, man, I, I really would. If I'm in a bad mood, I don't, I don't like to spread that crap to other people. You know, somebody makes me pissed off and angry, which happens occasionally. I just kind of keep that crap to myself. You know, a lot of people will go, well, you should really vent that and let it out. And I'm going, yeah, you're just saying that because you want an excuse to yell at somebody. <laughs> you know, they ain't have anything to do with, you know, some something bad happening. You keep that shit to yourself. You know, I'm gonna keep that rotten milk to yourself, you bastards. Nobody want that shit. Yeah, that's right, I said it. Keep that rotten milk to yourself, you bastards. You know what I'm saying? I'm just kidding. As soon as somebody gives you rotten milk, you wait until someone who deserves to have rotten milk, then you give it to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I've been holding all this rotten milk that I've been having all the years of my life. People being mean and rotten and nasty and bad girlfriends and friends that sucked and sometimes every once in a while somebody who's close to you maybe a friend or family member who's a piece of crap and they just keep coming over to me oh my I gotta hear all of their damn problems it's Anthony you seem to be rational you always help me with my problems what do you think it is and I'm sitting there going why the hell do you think I want to help you with do you think I don't got problems of my own I gotta sit here and listen to all your problems why don't you just go 
pay some money for a damn psychiatrist, you cheap bastards. But they all come to me and tell me about their problems. Do you know how many gallons of rotten milk I got in my basement from these bastards? Oh, I got a whole lot of ga- I got a whole lot of rotten milk damage. And you, you suckers listening to my, my podcast, I got news for you. I'm never going to stop podcasting. And I'm going to hand you this rotten milk every chance I get. Yeah, that's right. You're going to, huh? What do you say? What, what sounds weird? Hold on. <coughs> yeah, I was just letting them know that I'm going to I'm going to be venting on my podcast about some weird stuff that's that's been happening to me over the years, and everyone and I'll probably sprinkle some humor in, uh, you know, to make it more palatable. What would you say? I shouldn't have admitted that, that that I have a really weird weird life, and that I'm going to be I'm going to be dumping all of this crap on them. I should just let them think that it's just a comedy podcast, and that it's never going to be anything serious on here. I should be telling them that. Yeah, well, I think it's this is I think the hundred and thirty fifth episode of this crap. I think they pretty much know that they're going to get all sorts of weird crap during the course of time. So you know, I think I think I think it's beyond that point now. I think they already know that I'm out of my damn mind, and quite frankly, my audience has tripled over the past year so these people are just as nuts as i am so i'm not gonna warn them about crap listen you people this podcast is weird you know why it's weird because it's written and performed by someone even weirder than the stuff you're hearing and you know what else is weird you bastards because you keep coming back every week and bringing people with you what is wrong with you nutcases you're encouraging this behavior don't you realize i'm becoming more efficient at this don't you realize that all of this weird stuff that i'm saying i'm thinking up more weird crap as we go along and it's just going to get weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder over the course of time and as i get weirder and this show gets weirder and you listen to this weird show you're going to get even weirder yourself you people are weird well folks let me ask you a question I want to talk to you about relationships my friends and I'm talking about romantic relationships because let's be honest why in the world does a species that can go to other planets and can basically manufacture the best components of every other animal on the planet not be able to solve the problem of relationships where it's still a big deal. We cure diseases, diseases that killed people by the millions, the plagues, polio, and all of those other horrible diseases that are just destroying people. We got Ebola going on right now. We got people in the United States that have Ebola, and then they just live, and they go on with their life. There's somebody, there's one lady had Ebola and went and hugged the president. That's how cured she was. And you know she was quadruple cured before she got anywhere near the president. But if we can do all of that kind of stuff, how come we can't figure out how to make men and women live together and not want to kill each other? How come we can't figure that out? It should be pretty damn easy, don't you think? I'm a man. You know what I want? I want you around me all the time. I want you to smile at me. I want you to have a good time. I want to feel like I'm protecting you. I want you to get it on with me as much as possible because you look the yum, 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 yum. I'm a man, damn it. And women want what women want. They want you to be a good dude. They want you to be a protector. They want you to be a provider if a provider is necessary. They want you to be nice. They want you to be nurturing in the way a man can be nurturing. They want you to be a good dude and be a good dude all the time. And they want you to be nice to them because the nicer you are to them, the happier they are, the more they want to get it on. Trust me. But we make everything too complicated. We make everything hard. We make everything a little more hard than it needs to be. Remember when you were a kid? I remember when I was a kid. I remember how easy relationships were to start and to end. I remember when you when I was a little kid. It's probably the same way now when you do the boyfriend and girlfriend thing. A girl can literally walk up to you and say, I quit you. And then the relationship is over. Or a guy could walk up and do the same. I quit you. And then if everybody sees it and everybody saw that you said, I quit you. or You know what? We quit each other. Once that scene, it is over. She goes off about her off about. Her business, you go off about your business. There is no community property to fight over. She doesn't get half of your bubble gum. She doesn't get half of your stupid Spider-Man comic books. She doesn't get to ride in your sit-and-spin toy half the week. She doesn't get to do that. You don't get visitation with her Barbie dolls. You don't get to... You don't get to have a drink from her tea set. You don't get to get in a, you don't get to get half of the stuff from her easy bake oven. You don't get to any of that kind of crap. No, as soon as you separate, bam, you go this way, bam, you go that way. It's over. But why is it so easy then? I literally remember a girlfriend. I forgot she, this is this is show you how relationships were when I was a kid. I remember it was a girl, my cousin 
told me that a girl across the street from her thought I was cute and wanted to be my girlfriend. Now, I'm a young, I'm just a little boy. And I go, yeah, all right. I like girls at that point. But when you're that young, you don't know what to do with them. And even if you did know what to do with them, you know you don't need to be doing it. And she goes, okay. And the funny thing about it was she never formally came over to me and said that she wanted to be my, my, my girlfriend. She sent the message through my cousin. My cousin told me, I said, yes, she goes across the street, sees her. It says, I says, yes, she says, yes, she comes back. And we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about four months. I didn't remember I was her boyfriend. You want to know how much I forgot I was her boyfriend? I forgot what she looked like. We walked past each other a couple of times. Now, all I know is it was a girl that walked past me and was always angry all the time. I didn't realize that was my girlfriend walking past me because I forgot what she looked like. She comes up to me and goes, I quit you. And I'm going, who are you? I'm your girlfriend. I'm going, oh, all right. Well, I quit you. I never see you and you don't say nothing to me. I quit you. And I'm going, okay, whatever. <laughs> and that's how... And that's how it is with kids. I quit you. I don't. Uh-huh. I remember that. You know, I remember that. And that's how easy it is when you're kids. Now, I know as adults, it's more complicated. You can't just walk up to your wife and go, listen, honey, we've been married for 10 years. I quit you. You can't do that. Okay. Some guys do do that, but you're not supposed to do that. And some women do the same thing. I quit you. Where are you calling from? Not telling you. I was wondering where your clothes were. Well, I know your other clothes gone. About half the money's gone too, and you'll never see me again. I quit you. All right, bye. It's not that easy. I wish it was that easy as adults. And I know some people will go, well, it shouldn't be easy to break up a relationship. You should be you should work on it and you should make sure that it's solid and work on it and work hard and don't quit and keep going and working and work. Why would you want to be miserable? If the relationship isn't working, get the hell out now i'm not talking about when if it's one of those situations where there's a there's a bad time period maybe there's a death in the family maybe somebody got sick maybe there's been a lot of pressure from the outside that had nothing to do with the intricate delicate into interworking of the relationship itself some stuff from the outside like you can have the best vehicle in the world but if somebody keeps walking around and stabbing holes in the in the in the tires you don't go, this damn car sucks. I can't believe that these bastards had this car and this car is horrible. I don't never want to buy a car like this again. Well, it doesn't have anything to do with the car. The car didn't cause the problem. The car was never the problem. The problem was you were around people who kept sticking holes in the tires. You can't blame the car. And it's the same thing with relationships sometimes. Sometimes it's not you too. Sometimes it's somebody from the outside causing problems. Sometimes somebody's mother doesn't like the dude for whatever reason. It could be something legitimate. And in many cases, she just doesn't like the guy. But she's not married to him and her daughter is happy. Sometimes it's the father that doesn't like the guy. He's not married to him. The daughter is happy. Shut up. Just because you don't like them, that doesn't mean she's not. You need to worry about whether the daughter's happy. And it's the same thing with the guy's mother and father and relatives and cousins and uncles and sisters. I don't like her. Yeah, but she makes me happy. And that should be the thing that, you know, that, that, that is the most important thing. I see it all the time. <laughs> I see it all the time. We make it a little more complicated than it needs to be. I remember meeting a girlfriend's sister. And their personalities were so different. You know, the girl I was dating was just a go-getter, get her and go get it. And I'm going to go succeed in success, damn it. I'm going to win and win and win. And I know that I'm, I'm going to I'm going to create something called double winning because winning is just not enough for me. Yes, Anthony, I have to triple win, damn it. In fact, quadruple win. I have the mega win, damn it. I have to win, 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 go, 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 go. Look at all those type A personalities over there. Those losers, just the type A. Is there a letter before A? We need to invent a letter that's higher than A because that's what I am, damn it. That was her. <laughs> but her sister was doo doo No, she wasn't uh, challenged mentally or anything like that. She was just too laid back. 
to just kind of sit back in the cut and watch everybody. And then after a while, when she lulled you into sleep, then comes the brutal judgment where everyone was not good enough. And she had no problem telling you you weren't good enough. You're not good enough, my sister. You're not this. You, you don't have, and you're not this, and you don't, you do, and you're not this. You should have this, but you don't have that, and this. And if you have this, you'd have that, and you should have this, but you're not that, but you don't have that, and you shouldn't have this, and this, and you don't, and this, that. That's what she started to sound like. Because after a while, you sit there and you go, well, all this negativity, man. I mean, isn't she happy? She's happy, right? You notice that she's, I keep her deliriously happy. So why the hell are you? I normally she doesn't go out with guys like you. And it's an outside complication that makes everything horrible. <laughs> and I never, I never understood that. You know, we make it a lot harder than it has to be. Our relationships are just so damn easy if you really thought about it. Like I said, we're the smartest animal on the planet. We figured out all this other stuff. Well, we still haven't figured out how to make men and women happy together most of the time because half of the relationships end in divorce. That sucks. How is it going to be half all this time? If we had anything else in the world that we had to do or that was mandatory or that most of us wanted to do or that was just in our DNA to do to mate with somebody, if there was something else that had a 50% failure rate, we would take our brightest minds and work on it to make sure that we got that up to 90%, at least 80% to the point where most of the time, the majority of the time, you were pretty sure that it was going to work out if you got that far but we have not figured that out yet we know that we have figured out we mapped dna but we can't figure out how to get a married couple to like each other get a married couple to get it on more than two times a week get a married couple to not want to kill each other after 15 years of marriage get in-laws to not want to just and just as a matter of fact a rule to hate the other person how come we can't figure that shit out we're the smartest animal on the planet. I bet the other animals are laughing at us right now. We can't understand their language, but if we had a damn universal translator, I'm telling you right now, the animals in your house will be laughing at our punk asses. Yeah, the cats over there going, <laughs> look at these jerk offs. <laughs> they don't even like each other. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, I'll talk to you. Did, did you see the humans getting it on the other day? They got it on, and then right afterwards, they... You know, she got mad at him, and then he was like, what did I do wrong? And then she yelled at him. <laughs> That's the best. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's pretend like we're sleeping while we watch them fight. <laughs> uh, I was so glad they don't know what our cat laughs sound like. <laughs> Uh, let's pretend to lick our own genitals. That way we can actually get a better look at them disappointing each other in the sack. <laughs> what a couple of losers. Oh, God. Oh, this is the best. Uh-uh. Let's go outside. I I can't do this anymore. This this is just embarrassing. Oh God. Hey dog. <laughs> you got, go, go take a look at that shit. This is the, the funniest thing in the world. Okay. <laughs> look at these jackasses. <laughs> oh God. Look at these two. Oh God. Oh, this is embarrassing. We're supposed to be the lower species here, right? We're supposed to be, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, we've got our thing, massive. We got our thing. I mean, cats. You, you, you guys. You get, you go in the heat. You bang. You get it on, and then you go about your business. If you like each other, you hang around each other. If you don't like each other, you go about your business. It's the same thing with us, you know. You sniff each other's asses. You know, get an idea whether we're going to like each other by the chemicals that come out of each other's asses. We can tell each other's health and fitness level by the chemicals that come out of each other's asses. We can basically make a decision whether we're going to be compatible in any way within a couple of seconds. These jackasses got to go on the internet. Idiots. Don't they realize? They should just go and sniff each other's asses. Don't you think they should do that? You know, I mean, they, the internet is impressive. I know they got Google, humans, aha, uh -huh, you got Google. But I got news for you. I sniffed that lady's, that, that girl at the ass at the, at the fire hydrant, and I knew she was going to be a crazy witch. And I said, mm -mm, she's going to be crazy in three months. Nope, got to go. I sniffed the next chick's ass with a, this one's nice, this is good. And I jumped on top and humped it for four seconds. And, and then I went about my business. And I got some sick, some healthy puppies off of that lady. You know, you should, you, the humans should just sniff each other's asses, and they, that does. They, but they, they, their noses aren't as sensitive as ours. Good Lord, what what good are they? Man, if they didn't have food, if they didn't give us regular food, 
I'm telling you right now, when the door opened up, I'd run, I'd run the hell out of here. I, I, I can't deal with them, dumb bastards. Humans are idiots. Oh, crap, they're looking at us. Um, I'm, I'm also going to pretend to lick my genitals. When the no, we're not laughing at you. We're just sitting here licking our genitals. <laughs> Let's get out of here before they figure out what we can talk. <laughs> you know? The animal, the other animals really do have it, have it kind of down. They, they really just kind of have it figured out. They basically just go straight with the biological imperative of, of the mating. It's like they have seasons where they get it on. And then after that, they just go about, you know, hunting and building and raising the family and all that kind of thing. Now, I don't envy them the fact that they have specific periods where they can get it on in specific periods where they don't. I don't like that part. I don't want to think that I'm going to be married for all these years and my wife's looking all good and I can't get it on whether if it's not June through July. What the hell? I got to wait 10 months for some month. This is bull. Well, my ass isn't red, so you can't have any artists. Come on. First of all, I didn't appreciate the fact that when I went to sleep, you took a can of red paint and tried to paint my butt cheeks red to try to fool me into thinking it was mating season. I didn't appreciate that. I also don't appreciate the fact that you do it every night. Just first of all, stop it. I don't know what you were talking about. I definitely... Okay, you caught me. <laughs> you know? But it's just... It would just be so much easier if we would just... A lot of the thing. I think a lot of the problem that we have is we tend to put on this fake persona to, to impress people. We get dressed in our best clothes when you know you're not going to be dressing like that. You act, oh, you know, of course I find whatever you're saying right now interesting. <laughs> Why are you doing that? You know you don't find that crap interesting. You know you'll never find that crap interesting. You know you don't eat salads. You know you don't dress like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Come on. You don't like that movie. You don't like that play. You don't. Have, your car is never this clean if she's not in it. Your apartment is never that clean if he's not in it. Stop. Just be who you're going to be. Find the person that can put up with the crap that you are. Okay? We're all big, huge tubs of crap. Okay? We're all big piles of crap. Don't try to don't try to put Febreze on the scent. Let a person get a big whiff of the pile of crap that you are. Because eventually somebody's going to go, Oh, hey, that pile of crap. I'm kind of liking this pile of crap. I can deal with that. Because then they'll deal with the pile of crap that you are and the pile of crap that I am. And when they get a big whiff of it and they can deal with it, problem solved. You ever see those 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 couples that aren't necessarily doing the public displays of affection, but they wind up staying married till they die? And then you got the couple that's feeling each other up and it's more of a show for everybody else. See, we love each other over here. As you can see me caressing her butt cheek and biting her on the neck, even though this is not appropriate for outside because we look like jackasses, but it's going to make you... We could, we're trying to make the point that we're really in love with each other. <laughs> see, how, see how I'm biting her neck? <laughs> Nobody's fooled with that crap. We assume if you're uh, in a couple, we assume you're, you're squeezing stuff and licking stuff and thrusting and stuff. We know that. We don't need to see it outside. You're not fooling anybody. You know that show is for us. You're trying to prove something to us, but we don't care. You know the couple that's like, hey, you you know what? Uh, we're shopping. I'm going to get the dairy products. You get the meats. We'll meet out front. That's the couple that's going home and destroying each other because they're comfortable with each other. She knows he's a big douchebag. She knows that. He knows she's sometimes nuts. They know that. They're acceptable. They accept that. They let the piece of tub of crap that they actually are, they let that scent waft up. The other person with, I can deal with this crap. And she went, this crap's not that bad. And bam. But like I said, if you put Febreze over the tub of crap that you actually are, the person's going to go, ah, roses. I apply people that are the rose-scented people. And she's going to go, mm, lemon, I love lemon. And then eventually the Febreze wears off and you're going, what the hell is this? And he's going, God, whoa, good Lord. And he says, this is the rogest. I don't like this crap. I don't like this crap. And you have the problem. So don't Febreze the tub of crap that you actually are. Keep it simple. Be the piece of crap that you actually are. Let the other person know the type of crap that you are. And when they get a big whiff of it, once they go, hey, I can deal with it. I can deal with that. Then you don't have any problems. There's no surprises in the future. You take the Febreze and spray it on yourself when other people come around. Be nice to them. But be the piece of crap you actually are with your spouse. Be the real you. Be the piece of crap that you actually are. That's what I'm doing. 
if you meet me, I'm going to be the tub of shit that I actually am, and you're going to love me for it, because when you get a whiff of the hunk of shit that I actually am, you're going to find you can't get enough of it. Ah, yeah. Segment over. You know what I, you know what I'm going to talk to you about, guys? You know, everybody's worried about and, uh, and upset about surveillance and the constant surveillance that we're all under, you know, on the computer, on our phones and outside with all the cameras. And I understand that. I believe, believe me, I understand that. Nobody wants somebody always in their business finding out what they're doing. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're doing something disgusting that you're worried about. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm doing disgusting things, and but I'm not worried about them. <laughs> anyway. But the thing is, there sometimes there 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 are, there are offenses or, or things that require someone else to help make the decision. And I'm not talking about something where you you need a police officer to come in and, and be the arbitrator of the situation. It doesn't have to be anything as drastic as that. And it doesn't have to be anything as drastic as getting into a fist fight or anything along those lines. I don't mean that. Just when there are idiotic arguments during the course of the day that will make you upset that will waste time and we need to make sure we do whatever it takes to you know move those things out of the way you know i mean football football teams and all the sports teams they have officials on the on the on the court on the field that can arbitrate these things and make the decisions and either go the penalties offset and mean you both effed up so both of you shut up and go about your separate ways because you're both wrong that's fine in the many kids in many situations if you really think about it, in many situations, both people are wrong. There's a person that's cutting into traffic, and if you were a courteous human being, you would let that person in. But sometimes the person decides, I'm not letting this person in, and they try to zoom in and keep you from doing it. Now, maybe you're wrong because you wouldn't let the person do it, or maybe the person is driving too aggressively to take the spot when they should have basically just waited and let you go by. But if you're both wrong at the same time and nearly have an accident, instead of pulling off to the side of the road and beating each other up or calling the police or just driving a rat, you know, driving angrily and, you know, having one of those on the on the on the road duels where you're trying to pass each other but not one up each other, that turns into something stupid all of a sudden. And it turns into bad things. We need to have people that can come in. We need officials, damn it. We need officials every day officials. They are arbitrators just like the officials on the court and on the field. We and on the ice. We need that. You know? Like I said, in the specific scenario that I just described, you'd have a person who's driving too aggressively and another person driving too aggressively and they're both wrong and they get not to call. Yeah, but I'm going to kick your butt. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to kick your butt. And the whistle goes, beep, hold it. Oh, crap. The officials say, all right, listen. I was just uh, under the under the curtain. I looked at the uh, looked at the offense here. You were driving too aggressively trying to merge. You should have waited. You could, there was space behind him. And you if you could have very easily just slowed down just a little bit. Not not done any. It wouldn't have bothered you at all to slow down a little bit and let this person in. You were both wrong. The penalty's offset. Get back in your cars and go on with your day. You know, we were about to beat the crap out of each other. I was about to beat your ass. You know, I was about to beat your ass. But now that the official's here, and, and let's be honest, it's an official. It's, it's impartial. And we were both wrong. Let's shake hands, all right? And let's get back on our way. Yeah, that's that's that's, why, that's what we need, damn it. We need that. We need an official to come in and with the, with the, with the cameras and, and all of that to see if we did something wrong. Right, you sitting there and your woman's. I know you looked at that woman's breast and you just ooh, you just ooh, you're not getting ooh. I did not look at the breast. You just you, you did look at her breast. Yes, you ooh. official. Hold it, hold it. We're looking at the film here. Upon further review, he was not looking at the, the waitress's delicious breasts. He was looking at the delicious ass of the woman down there, two tables down. So it's not a penalty for the delicious breasts that were in his face. It's a penalty for looking at the delicious ass in that direction. So uh, the penalty for that is two nights of not getting any of your wife's delicious buttocks. And we're going to go on with, with our dinner. Oh, man. Well, it could have been a week. Oh, okay, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. We're going to shut up now. Come on. We need that, damn it. We need those officials in there to come in and, in an impartial way, stop things from being as bad as they are or punish the people that need to be punished. As I said, we need it. We need it, damn it. You ever, you ever tell somebody you're in a hurry and they just won't stop talking? 
you're trying to leave and they just start another story and you try to leave and then they start another story and then you try to leave and then they start another story and then you try to leave and then they start another story you know why did i did that so many times people because i wanted to be as annoying as it is when you leave and they start another story well i gotta go now you know what before you go oh sure sure and you're thinking it's gonna be like before you go make sure you take out this well before you go take this with you before you go make sure you lock the door if it's something like that that's not a problem that's not a problem that that makes sense that makes sense for them to stop you for something like that that's a sentence that's a small action that's something that's not gonna waste your time that's something that needs to be said but it's not that ever is it nope Okay, I'm really in a hurry now. My house is on fire and I'm the only one in the world that has water. So I'm going to have to leave now. Uh, before you go, <laughs> let me ask you a question. If you were to go to McDonald's, um, do you, you, are you the kind of person that likes French fries with salt on them or not? Because when I was six years old, we had, you know, like, what? Excuse me? Did you not hear me tell you that I have my house is on fire and I'm the only person on the planet that has water? Do you realize that I have to go home and take the water, the only water left on the planet, and put my house out, damn it? And you're going to stop the t me to talk about French fries? What the hell is wrong with you, damn it? I'm leaving. And just for that, you don't get any water. Well, they shut up. Okay, that was ridiculous, but you know what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I... Sometimes people will do that to you on the phone. You're having a conversation with them. Yeah, everything's cool. Blah, blah, blah. And it comes to the point where the conversation is over. There's nothing left to say. You're done. It's over. You have nothing left to talk about. It's time to just... Conversation's over. You know? And you try to leave. And it, and another thing... Okay, I, I gotta go now. Okay. And another thing... Well, I gotta go now. Oh, you thought you were gonna leave? Nah, I got ten more things to talk about. I don't care if you're in, in a hurry. We need those officials to show up for that too, damn it. I mean, if you're gonna be using constant surveillance on our phone, you need to be making yourself useful. That's right, NSA. We know you're listening. If you're going to be listening and we're paying you, you it's taxpayers' money that's paying your asses. And if you're going to sit there listening, if you don't find any terrorists and you're listening to us anyway, you should break in and have one of those officials that I was talking about earlier in this segment break in. Use the NSA technology. Break into the conversation and save the person trying to get out of the conversation when the a-hole who won't end the conversation won't end the conversation, damn it. Break in there and help them. Well, I gotta go now. I'm, uh, I'm actually my my legs are my legs actually uh, 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 is actually on fire right now. I need to go put this out before I have uh, fourth degree burns. But another thing, beep, hold it. So the official using the NSA technology. I'm like to break into this bullcrap conversation. I'm gonna have to call a penalty on you who will not let him off the phone. Holding. Onto this conversation too damn long, 15 yards away from him for the next six months, unless he wants you around. That's right, I said it. And from now on, no conversation on the phone with you is going to be lasting more than seven minutes. You can't talk on the phone to a single person for no more than seven minutes, damn it. Because you don't know how to handle the responsibility of knowing when to end a conversation. And if you can't handle the conversation and know when to end the conversation, you need to be penalized for not knowing when to end the conversation. Now, you may think I'm crazy for saying this. You may think I'm crazy, but let's be honest. They're listening to us anyway, right? Right? They're watching us on those cameras, right? Every time you turn on the news, what do you see? A crime. Oh, this is what happened. Someone was kidnapped, and this car was stolen, and this was happening, and that happened, and in addition to that, this happened, and then this, oh, then this happened, and here's the crime right here, and here's a surveillance photo, and here's a photo from inside the store, and here's a photo behind the car, and here's a photo from inside the car. In fact, here's a picture of the house that they're about to go to with the kidnapped victim. They have surveillance on everything, damn it. And I'm saying if they got that kind of surveillance, if you're going to, you better just start doing that minority report crap like they did with Tom Cruise and just, you know what's going on, damn it. Just have somebody's ass there. We shouldn't even have to call the police anymore. They have so many cameras on everything. You're actually watching the crimes happen in real time. We should even have to call you. Like, 911, I'd like to report. Yeah, I know what you'd like to report. I'm actually watching them beat your ass now. We're, 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 the police are already on the way. In fact, I'm watching them drive right now. Actually, they stopped off to get something to drink because they really don't like that neighborhood. But that's okay. Uh, just 
fight harder, fight harder. Come on, fight harder. I'm watching you two. I mean, yeah, he's got a reach advantage, but you, you, you look like you're more muscular than he. Hold on. Let me do a little bio check. Actually, yes, actually, yes. He's actually about to have a, 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 um, a problem with his with his uh, fighting abilities because he's actually going to do right now he's running out of uh, uh, glu- glucose in his blood so he's going to run out of energy soon if you can just avoid getting knocked unconscious for about another minute and a half he's going to get started getting tired and then it'll be your advantage okay he's he's leading with the left so that means you can come over top and hit him in the jaw but it's gonna there it is right there that's good that's good you still want me to call the cops because you're starting to win the fight you, you still want me to call the cops you're actually winning in fact if the cops come right now because you're now winning the fight they're actually going to arrest you so you might want to let him start winning the fight and I'm, I'm trying to help you out I'm the one watching the fight Okay Don't get mad at me Okay You're the one that's in the middle of the fight I'm the 911 dispatcher I'm watching the fight right now And I'm, I'm trying to help you I have a bird's eye view I'm watching the fight from up here I can see things you can't Okay You see that he's looking over He's looking over your shoulder right now With a baseball bat That's up against the wall See you wouldn't have known that If I didn't tell you that He would have been able to get that bat And crack you across the head And by the time the police come here They'd be taking you to Some place to an ambulance You might be dead I'm trying to In fact there's about four of his friends Coming around the corner in the car You If I was you I wouldn't even be waiting for the cops I would hit him one time And then start running Where did it run? You don't know this area of the city? Doesn't matter I'm watching the whole thing You just start running right now Go go Make a left yeah, duck into that store. They're behind you. Just be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Take that hat off the rack, put it on your head, and then, and then face, face the cash register. Okay, and they're running past the store now. They go, oh, don't, 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 don't turn around. Don't turn around yet. Don't turn around. They're right at the store. They're looking around. They're looking in the window. Just pick up that magazine and start reading it. Okay, okay. And they take off. Okay, now I want you to go back out the store right now. Put the hat back first. I don't want you to, if you take it, if you walk out with the hat in the magazine, I'm going to have to call the police and have you arrested for shoplifting. So put the hat down, put the, okay, good. Now walk out the store, make a left, go back to your car. Hurry up and get to your car because quite frankly, there's some guys about a half a block away that have stolen the tires of a car just like yours. Obviously there's a, there's someone out there right now who needs those tires and there's a car, there's a big uh, demand for those tires. And uh, once they see your car, they're going to take your tires too. And they just finished robbing that other car. You better get in your car right now and take off. Okay. Slow down. That light's about to turn yellow. See? See? Okay, you can make a right and keep going and we'll see you later. And I really do mean you we'll see you later because I I'm I'm actually I'm monitoring your house. And your wife looks good. Good Lord. If I, man, I don't you know now I know why you got so many of these damn speeding tickets going towards your house. Good Lord. If I had a wife like that waiting for me at home, I would be speeding to get home too. And by the way, I will not be turning the camera off when you get home and you do what you're going to do with your wife. I will have the camera on and I will be watching it. So just just I've saved your life. You can at least let me watch you get it on with your wife. I know this is weird, but I just saved your damn life. Now shut up and climb on top of your wife. And uh, the, 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 oh, yeah, I said. Yeah, that's good. That, that, that's real good. Pull up and squeeze on, squeeze the left butt cheek. Ooh, right there, right there, Jack. Ooh, that's good stuff right there. You don't mind if I record this, do you? Because I already, because I already am recording it. That's right. That's good stuff right there. Okay, I think I just devolved into something stupid right there. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How the hell did I go there with it? But uh, but essentially, I, like I said, I think we should have uh, officials that come in and just you know impartial people that just kind of you know make a decision. Make an impartial decision to make sure we don't act like jackasses when there's a, a dispute, right? You know? I mean, I just realized something. I really need mental help. I just realized what I was talking about in that segment, and I realized it turned into something weird because I'm a very, very weird man. I just realized that. That's okay. I like being weird. I've been weird for decades. Yeah. And guess what? I've seen the statistics on this podcast and the audience is growing at a rapid pace because you people are listening on a regular basis. In fact, you people are going back and listening to old shows over and over and over again. So I'm not the only one that's nuts. You people are nuts too. You're weird. You people are really, really, really freaking weird. (laughs) And I think that's why we like each other so much. You guys are cool. Segment over. Okay, you weird bastards, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, and I have been your host and the guy through this land of weirdness, S. Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you guys for listening on a regular basis, and all. And there's a whole lot of you new people that have come along recently, and I want to thank you guys for, for, um, for showing up 
and staying. Apparently, you weirdos are staying. What is with you people? You you hear how how nuts I am and weird I am, and you people like it and keep coming back and listening all the time and listening to all the old shows. You people are weird, man. And then you have the nerve to go and get a whole bunch of other people and make them listen to this weird crap. And then those weird bastards listen to my weird ass and then they keep listening. And I only have one thing to say about that, you sick bastards. Thank you. I just want to say thank you to everybody that's listening because I see that there's a lot of new, new people coming along and I also notice that you you weird you new weirdos are going back and listening to all the old stuff. And uh, so I'll, I'll keep doing the um, uh, classic show Saturdays and classic show Sundays because um, a lot of people have been going, hey man, why don't you just you know repost some of the older ones so we can catch up on some stuff. You know, anything that you think is cool, just you know repost them. So I'm going to keep doing the um, classic sh- show Saturdays and classic sh- uh, show Sundays by your request and I thank you very much I'm honored by the request and I thank you for listening when I do post them well folks the home base for this podcast is the uh, santhonysays.podbean.com p-o-d-b-e-a-n santhonysays.podbean.com I'm also available on Stitcher Radio TuneIn Radio and iTunes uh, to those of you, you, of you that have donated to the podcast to support the podcast thank you very very much to those of you that want to there's one place you can do it and one place only. You have to go to santhonysays.podbean.com and it's on the it's on the page there so you can donate whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter how much you do it. Large amounts, small amounts, doesn't matter. No matter what it is, I'm honored by it and I thank you for that. To so those of you that don't, that can't do that, it doesn't matter. I love you anyway, man. Don't you understand that? I got love for everybody that can hear this. Because if you're hearing this, you listen to at least an hour of me rambling like a jackass. And I appreciate you, damn it. But you have one thing that you can do. And your donation to this podcast will be two things. One, listen to it on a regular basis. Listen to the old ones. And also recommend this podcast to everybody you know that you think would love this weird crap and uh, shout me out on your social media sites let everybody know about this show so we can go where it needs to go Heidi Heidi ho I, I, I'm not good at rhyming I'm not a rapper I'm a comedian just calm down with that alright <laughs> I just want to say much love to you all I really sincerely appreciate you for what you've done. I appreciate your kindness in the emails. I appreciate the uh, shout outs that I've already gotten. I appreciate the people that, that want to donate to the podcast. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Much love to everybody. Until next week, you sick bastards. S. Anthony out.